Hello there. Good evening. Good day to you. Happy Thanksgiving. This is Lindsay, your host of Life Through a Distorted Lens. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for being here. I hope your Thanksgiving week has been going swell. I hope you get to spend today or tomorrow or this weekend with your family or friends, or even if it's by yourself, to find peace and happiness among all this chaos going on in the world. Um, I tell you what, my parents have been in town for a couple of days now, and it's been wonderful. My mom's helping decorate our place, and that's just been a, a huge blessing and good stuff all around. I tr we tried out to a new church on Sunday because there was a... Um, uh, neighborhood harvest slash canned food drive on Saturday and I met these amazing neighbors and I was like let's go to church together so we carpooled and did a canned food drive before church which I've never done before um, I gotta say you know volunteering for anything in this world is uh, such an amazing feeling and doing the canned food drive was super fun actually because you just take bags that people have donated and uh, separate what items are in there, like corn, corn goes in the corn, you know, box, green beans goes in the green, you know, you just separate things by all the, con you know, all the stuff. And I love it because it's like a scavenger hunt and just doing it together as a community and being the hands and feet of Jesus like that was just really amazing. And we prayed before it and just, I don't know, it just feels so good reconnecting or not reconnecting, but connecting with people that are God-fearing and Christian and, and loving. And I mean, it's just such a huge difference between people that are, I guess, spiritually dead, aka California, not, you know, besides the church that we're going to out in California. It just feels, it just feels great. And this is a church that I did jive with. Um, so I'm happy about that beyond, you know, words. But um, I mean, nothing is as good as Calvary San Jose, I gotta say. And if you haven't tuned into Calvary San Jose's live streams, you can watch them on YouTube. It's, I think, it, I'm not sure what their YouTube is, but just look up Calvary San Jose. You can watch their previous live streams or you can watch it live. So Pastor Mike is just wonderful, and he's always wonderful. And we started actually watching last night. They had a Thanksgiving special where it looked like we tuned in like uh, in the last twenty minutes. It looked like you know people would just go and uh, in the evening, and they would just pass a microphone around and say what they're thankful for and how God has blessed them in their life. And of course, I like <laughs> I, I'm like I need tissues for this. If I was there, I'd be I wouldn't wear makeup number one because I'd be crying the whole time. But it was just really beautiful to see how thankful people are for Calvary and God working his magic. I don't, I don't like using the word magic. It's not magic. It's supernatural. It's just really, it's really touching. And I really miss that church. And it's just a special place to be at that church. Um, of, of, you know, of all the churches I've been to, and I've been to quite a few growing up, that one is my absolute favorite. Just because I think it's, you know, California is so dark and spiritually dead and liberal and just really evil, you know, surrounding you everywhere. So I found that Calvary is this, you know, light, one little spot of light in the darkness where people are really are shining in, you know, the depths of darkness. So I find, I found people to, you know, if you're living in an area that, you know, I don't know, is making you feel oppressed or, you don't have a lot of freedom, you know, I think it may, when you do find a place to express freedom or whatever you're being suppressed on, you, you double down on it, not with intention and, but just because you have been so, um, uh, been so removed from 
what would be otherwise considered normal amount of freedom. You know, it makes you, uh, you know, tenfold it. Like, you know, coming here in Texas, it's made me be like, I want to say yes to everything community-wise because when I was living in California, it was just like a dark cloud around me. I had massive anxiety about just going to the grocery store, any store, REI, I mean, anywhere, Marshalls, it doesn't matter where, Goodwill, uh, because I know how psycho California is about having the mask on. And what's so interesting about being here is that obviously, you know, all that anxiety and despair and just like that dark cloud is completely lifted. And I just get to have my freedom to go into every store here everywhere and not wear a mask and also not have anyone hound me about, you need to put your mask on. Do you have your mask on? You know, but what I think why people don't do that here is because of 2A, your right to bear arms. People know in Texas that you, especially with the constitutional carry they uh, implemented not too long ago, like, I don't know, four or five months ago, I'm just guessing here, where you're allowed to just go and buy a gun without having to do paperwork. You do have to have a Texas license, driver's license, but that's it. And I think that's the number one reason why people don't harass you. Like, can you, put, you need to put your mask on or just, you know, go these mask holes that go after you. I know that's the reason because they won't, they wouldn't mess with you. No, In California, they don't have those rights. They don't have those God-given American freedoms at all. So therefore, these 17-year-olds feel like they have the audacity and power to tell you, put your mask on. I just don't hate dealing with that, uh, you know, because I, I was always trying to not comply, but also I'm like, fuck, we need eggs, we need stuff, you know what I mean? I, I it's, it's easier said than done, and I, I tried as much as I could to not do the mask thing, but it's just, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a bitch, dude, so... Being here has just been unbelievably just a, a blessing from God, and I do not take it for granted. I constantly try to remind myself of where we came from. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, just the the community in Texas. You know, my parents are from Georgia, and they're here um, helping us out and doing Thanksgiving here. And even they noticed, I mean, Georgia's the South and the Bible Belt and whatnot. People always talk about Southern hospitality. But, you know, and I grew up in Georgia, 25 years, born and raised. But, I mean, Texas is something I've never seen in Georgia where people just genuinely help out each other. There's this massive level of community in every aspect, you know. People, there's all these, like, veterans and helping them out and recognizing them. Um, you know, I think it's because there's obviously some fort nearby. Fort, oh, I'm not sure what it's called, but regardless, it's just this overwhelming sense of people really helping each other out. And I find it to be an infectious thing where if you're negative to someone, like someone cuts you off on the road, I, I at least can admit this where I'm sus uh, susceptible. Is that the right word? I'm very sensitive to that where I'm going to go, Oh, motherfucker, God, where I am them. I, in, in turn, uh, am mad or angry. And that, you know, it's like that movie, pay it forward uh, with Haley Joel Osment or whatever. I can't believe I remember that name. I have such a weird memory, but where, you know, negative things have a certain obvious uh, infectiousness to it. But I find living in Texas with how nice people are, and it's, it's not a niceness where it's like, you better pay me back or, you know, spiteful or I have to do this kind of a thing. I find it to be very genuine. I think it is funny how my husband and I were talking about this, how kind of jaded we are from living in California where we're waiting for our neighbors or whoever to be like, never mind, you bigot or turf, just because obviously that's, well, pretty fresh in our mind. That happened not too long ago, which is obviously, 
devastating and shocking, but also, as my mom says, when people show you what they are, believe them. So it's, you know, all that stuff that happened a while ago about the pile on with me and Facebook and losing my best friends. It's just water under the bridge. It, I can truly say it doesn't affect me anymore. One of my friends in uh, California still looks at my, she was like, I was like, did I lose you too? And meaning like, oh God, because just, I was coming out of the closet being like, trans aren't real and men can't become women, blah, 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 stating reality. And she, I was like, did I lose you too? Because we usually text each other every day. And I wasn't hearing from her. And she was like, hi, yeah, um, you know, I don't know how to talk to you with your anti-trans stance. I'm going to need some time to think about this. And I just, like, screamed crying because I had just, like, that same week lost my other best friend who I deeply cared about both of them still to this day. Um, you know, it's not, it's, even, anyway, um, so she's still, what's so weird about that is I, I didn't say anything back. I was like, the ball's in your court, dude. I'm not... <laughs> If you're going to paint me in this way as like, I'm anti-whatever and frame this conversation like immediately off the bat that I'm the bad guy, that's so disrespectful and I'm not playing that fucking game. Excuse my French, I can't help it. I'm just, I know what you're doing and I'm not doing that shit. How dare you? Anyway, so the ball's in her court and I gave her, quote, time to think about it. And what's funny is that she's been obsessively looking at my Instagram stories and it kind of makes me angry and annoyed but kind of amused that I'm like, and sad that I'm like, do you want to reach out to me? Do you miss me? Like, what's the deal? I don't know. These people are just cowards and like, I don't know, woman up and call me up and be like, sorry, whatever, whatever. I'm not expecting anything. And that's fine. I'm, I'm past that shit. I found wonderful, beautiful, God fearing, God loving, um, spiritual, just wonderful, genuine humans out here. And I cannot be more thankful. And I'm, you know, thank the most high Jesus and God just, I'm so incredibly thankful. But let me go on to the TexasScorecard.com because they wrote a article about the uh, school board meeting. And I'm going to read it to you. So this is TexasScorecard.com, like I said. Headline is, school board still defying parents at public meetings. The subtext says, I implore you to protect girls in their bodies. It's written by Jacob Asmussen. Round Rock. Amid a troubling, troubling, troubling series of events in their local school district, Central Texans are exposing corruption and demanding action from their school officials. This is this other um, headline or paragraph, like summary thing. I'm not sure what you call that. What's happening in Round Rock Independent School District? Question mark. At a public school board meeting last week in the northern Austin suburb of Round Rock, parents organized to again testify to the RRISD school board about one of the numerous recent problems, and again the board trustees resisted them. The main issue last week was the school board's potentially dangerous free-for-all private room policy where boys are currently allowed in girls' as private rooms. Texas Scorecard recently detailed the issue in a report, which is the, that was a link to the previous article I touched base on, when based on a series of tips, we interviewed a handful of district students, parents, and staff experiencing the unsecured locker room rule at the, uh, these schools. Many of the interviewees also knew of school plans to place boys and girls' as hotel rooms during school trips. When parents brought their concerns to, to district officials, including administration, legal staff, and the school board and superintendent, they were disregarded. Quote, I had my solution early on, and I've been directed on what we're going to do. And what we're going to do is allow every student that identifies as a female to go into the female restroom. End quote. One of the district principals told several of those community members. The principal added he hopes 
Nothing terrible like the recent Loudoun County, Virginia sexual assault, which occurred in a public school with a similar open private room policy, happens in Round Rock. After the report, parents began circulating a petition last week demanding the school board make a policy to protect all students. After just a few days, the petition has more than 600 signatures. The private room issue comes amid an other recent troubling stories for the seven-member RRISD school board and superintendent, Dr. Hafedith Aziz, including abuse of power, domestic assault allegations against a superintendent, offering pornographic material to children, blocking parents from school meetings, and even arresting concerned citizens. Regardless, parents again brought their concerns to the uh, board last week. So one of the school board members, this guy... um, Oh, I'm sure it's in here somewhere. I haven't seen this article, actually. Um, I mean, I got to find this because, <sighs> lordy, he, uh, whatever, I'm going to read this. Um, he apparently has a mistress. Again, this is a man on the school board itself. He has a mistress that he's had for four years. She got pregnant with his baby. He went over to her place, not, um, I must have knocked her up. Uh, beat her up in hopes to miscarry that child, and he has the audacity to still sit there on that school board meeting, of which we had to sit for the 10 hours. I just mind-blowing. These people are truly evil. Um, and one of the school board members, uh, I don't remember her name, is this black woman who's extremely nasty and very liberal. Um, I, I was just talking about, randomly said, these people out here in this world in general going on, you know, just stuff going on in the world are soul snatching, s- snatching souls. My Michelle, who was with me at the, uh, North Austin Republican meeting was like, did you say soul snatching? And I was like, yeah, she told me that, well, she showed me a photo of that black woman on the RRISD board that posted a photo to her Instagram that had her nails done all black, and she wrote, captioned, we back, comma, soul snatching. And I'm like, yeah, these people are evil, evil motherfuckers. They're out here. They're not hiding. They're they're telling you what they are. Wild. Anyway, I'm going to um, continue on because I don't have much time here because I'm cooking up a storm for Thanksgiving, of which there's, uh, I have 13 minutes left. Um, let's see. So they quoted a lot of a lot of us from the school board meeting, which was awesome. And they obviously quoted me, which is really cool at the very end. Girls deserve the clear message that they deserve boundaries around their bodies. Lindsay, another con- concerned citizen, told trustees, how many young girls have to get raped or assaulted before we start pre- protecting them? To simply live in a state of hoping doesn't happen. I'm sorry, hoping something doesn't happen is the equivalent of turning a blind eye. Looking away does not change reality. Girls are below the age of consent, thus they cannot consent to this, boys being in their changing room. You relax safeguarding and you open the door to any predator who wants to come in. Lindsay continued, explaining that when Department Store Target Act enacted its free-for-all private room policy, the store experienced a 190% increase in Peeping Tom incidents in the rooms, um, which was awesome to see them quote me. In a, um, I had my good friend Amy Souza shout out her Twitter handle is at knownheretic. I believe on Twitter and Instagram, she's wonderful and one of my really, really good friends. And I'm very thankful for her to be in my life. But she helped me out with some of the stuff I said at that school board meeting. And she's just very succinct. And I've had her on a couple of times in my podcast. Um, I, I want to have her on soon again because she's just awesome. And I love her dearly. So, you know, it just feels good to use my voice, like I've said, to have, you know, just have that two minutes where the school board is, they're all looking at you and they have no other choice but to listen to you. So I find it to be very invaluable to take the time out of your life and step up and go to these school board meetings and step up. Even if you don't have, listen, I don't have kids yet. 
And I still find it in my heart and soul to stick up for young girls um, because if if they're not able, like I said in that speech to them, if they're not able to speak out about this because they'll be cast out of their cool groups, and I, I'm more than happy to, and I don't give an F. I'm not trying to impress anyone in my life. I'm way past that age. So, you know, you can do that too. You, you may be one voice. I'm just one voice. I'm just one voice. You can go up there and say anything. Just stick up for the future of our world. You have that power. I want you all to know that you have that power to be able to make changes in the future of which you'll be living in, well, you know, later part of your life, presumably, um, and your offspring. So, you know, it, it, I think it's really now is the time to step up as citizens of America and of the world, whether it's about not masking your children because it's child abuse, getting the jab mandate out of, you know, schools or your job, whatever it is, you know, there's a lot of injustices going on. I, I, just a lot of tyranny. And I think it's, it's no more, I used to be like, oh, I can understand that you, you know, you have a job and children to feed and you don't want to risk it. I'm like, ah, f- fuck that. Like it, there's, there's, you have to start doing this now. There's no more excuses. This is stuff that's very much worth losing your job over and your comforts of your life. You have to get comfortable with getting uncomfortable. It's just, you gotta, you gotta rise up. You gotta become a lion among all the sheep. This, this is the time to stand up. I know I've been saying that it's probably exhausting by now, but I truly, from the bottom of my heart and soul, believe in you, you, the listener, right now, wherever you are, baking, listening in your car, working out, um, doing crafts or errands, I believe in you. Your voice matters. My voice can move and change people's minds, and it's just, it may not even be a thing where people's minds are changed immediately, but you have planted that seed. You are the gardener of this, of the future, So I really implore you to get a move on and start believing in yourself and just do it. Just do it. Not to quote Nike because Nike is evil as fuck. Anyway, there goes my whole don't cuss thing. I really hope and pray that you've had a wonderful Thanksgiving and you'll have a blessed holiday and a wonderful new year and just hold the line um, you know, come together, find a church that you jive with because not all churches are created equal, by the way. Just keep looking. It's like finding a hairstylist or a dentist. Just keep looking. You'll find one, I promise. Really get, really get connected and grounded in a community that will help you because there's things where it's, you know, fighting your, your, your job or the school board is intimidating and finding a group of people that will be with you. Like I've, you know, got connected with people at the school board meeting and just all these people I've just been very blessed about that, but you know, pray about that as well because God will absolutely deliver you on your prayers and he listens. So God bless you all. And if you want to help support my podcast, you can do that by donating on PayPal, any dollar amount, which is paypal.me forward slash LP foster kittens. Again, paypal.me forward slash LP, my first and last initial of my name, foster kittens. You can donate any amount and then you can become a monthly subscriber on subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens, D-I-S-T-O-R. T-E-D-L-I-N-D-S. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and supporting my work. And I would really appreciate it if you could do one or the other. And also you can buy stuff in my shop, which is lindsayplatoshanart.com forward slash shop. L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-P-L-A-T-O-S-H-Y-N dot com. Uh, yeah, you get some stickers and some freebies I throw in there whenever you order anything from my shop. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I guess that's all for now because I gotta get going on my biscuits here and my gravy, literally. <laughs> uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. God bless. Thank you.